Welcome to our next adventure with Chemology 411, a podcast about anything and everything. Kim and her guests will take you behind the scenes, behind the story, or behind the bar. So set back. Make sure your seatbelt is fastened, tray table in its upright position, all carry-ons stored under the seats. But for this adventure, electronic devices must remain on. As we are ready to take off on our next adventure, introducing Kim Schultz and Chemology 411. Hi everyone and welcome to episode 51 of Chemology 411. This evening, you're going to find out what I learned about bourbon and my trip to Louisville, Kentucky. I am Kim Schultz and I'm your adventure coordinator for this show. Let's say hi to my co-host Tyson Harley. (laughs) Oh, looks like you got into my bourbon. (laughs) You know me, Uh, you know me. So yeah, uh, back at it. Uh, Haven't seen in a little while, except for we did a team walk last night because I've been saying with things that have been going on in my life, I haven't been getting exercise in, I'm like, Hey, so Kim, can we like go for a walk? You're like, we'd already already been on a walk, but yeah, come on over. And then yeah. we walked for like 45 minutes, so we actually have seen each other since you've been back. Yeah. So that's all good. All right, so our Topeka sound machine is in operational tonight. I know. We're pretty high tech here. We had to ship yeah. it off to a foreign country so. to get fixed. <laughs> Quick hit number one. Good Lord. <laughs> so the other day I was in a store and... I did not have a mask on because it was natural grocers. They've got a nice little exception on their sign. If you think uh, that will, you know, poorly affect your health by wearing a mask. So I go, yes, it would, because if we go on with this, then my supplements won't be available. If we keep going with this overreaction there, and then I won't be as healthy anyway. So I see somebody in a mask I'm not recognizing and she kind of waves at me. I go, okay. Mm. Don't know what's going on there. Guess you can't tell if she's cute or not because she's got a mask on. <laughs> no, but she was older. I mean, okay. not that. You, oh, uh, there you go. I'm just stepping right in. <laughs> so anyway, so I'm I'm shopping. Then I see her again. She's looking at me again, and she's starting to pull her uh, mask down. And I'm thinking, oh, she must know me, but she realizes I may not recognize her because of the mask. And then she says, oh, thank you for not wearing the mask. I just blah, blah. something about I don't know. I just wear this because. And I know that I got a thank you right. and a, a friendly wave because of it. At first, I wasn't sure what was going on. All right. <laughs> Quick hit number two. <laughs> Goodness gracious. So this is interesting. I was driving around last weekend. And I have one of those park passes on my car. Mm-hmm. Here in this state, when you go get your your vehicle plates updated, you can get a little parks pass. Or pretty minimal, and then I hardly ever use it. But anyway, I was. It's like, oh, sorry, I can go in. I'm over here by, by the lake. So I go in, and there's a sign in one section, but it, the, the gate's not closed. But nonetheless, the sign on the gate, as it's not closed, of course, you can still read it. It's just over by the roadside, right? It says, temporarily closed. Okay, that makes sense. The grasses, the trees, Se- the air. Seems clear, right? Temporarily yeah. closed. No, no, the, <laughs> no. They they decided they needed to add some clarification. Temporarily oh. closed at this time. Oh. Well, thank God. Because <laughs> it wasn't otherwise, if the, otherwise, if that thing would have been closing the road right. and it said temporarily closed, 
I would know. When though? When? When? What? What? When? <laughs> now? Is it now? Is tomorrow? It didn't say, so I just it drove. Did, but I just, it did. I just went <laughs> temporarily closed at, at this, this time. time. <laughs> that that was weird. You you agree? That's yeah. That's, that's weird. So so at this time there wasn't a time, right? Like, temporarily closed last week. Last week. <laughs> But the gate's still there and closed. <laughs> and open. I think I, I think that would speak for itself, depending on the position right? of the gate, but maybe not. All right. <laughs> Quick hit you're, number three. You're not getting any better. <laughs> okay. Songs I've heard that are surprisingly appropriate right now. In previous episodes, I've talked about, somehow, I'm on my way towards home ownership, knock on wood. And all of a sudden, it's kind of like when you have a new car. And you see that model everywhere, and you'd never notice that model before. Mm-hmm. I guess. Anyway, there's a song by Marin Morris uh, where the, the chorus is like, When the bones are good, the rest don't matter. The paint could peel, the glass could shatter, let it rain, because you and I remain the same. When they ain't a crack in the foundation. I'm like, man, that's like a homeowner that's song. That's a home. Because yeah. of her cracking foundation. <laughs> Now, the other one is the Biebs. Yeah, Justin Bieber. Because you know, yeah. I subscribe to his channel. channel. I mean, I don't know if you got... You can just pay per year. That's what I do. So anyway, no, I just listen to music radio sometimes. And I am not a music Nazi. I don't really care. I just turn on something. And some of it I like, some of it I don't. I don't care if it's popular. And therefore, they sold out or, or dumb music. It's just some things catch my ear and it's fine with me. So anyway, um, he's got a song called uh, Intentions. And it says, heart full of equity, you're an asset. I'm like, oh, what? what? I'm like, tell the accountants out there, yeah. <laughs> Tax attorneys, yo. <laughs> New homeowners, yeah. <laughs> So that was the second one. That's, yeah, because uh, I'm like sure Beeb's intention, intentions with yeah, that song were exactly about homeowners. Heart full of... How, but you've got to admit, I don't know whether this songwriter used to be an accountant or a tax attorney. Because <laughs> where the hell did that come from? Heart full of equity, you're an asset. Uh, in the same... What? Equity, an asset, in a popular song? Right. Can the Beebs describe either? Probably. <laughs> I'm not sure I can describe it. <laughs> so let alone. And then on, on the side of that, then, is that I was looking that up. I'm going, man, there's that song I wanted to bring up because of the whole homeownership thing. So I'm just trying to, you know, get the lyrics. So I'm Googling or duck, duck going rather, because that's what I use. Um, and it one of the first things that comes up that cracked me up. You probably heard me cracking up the other day when we were doing show prep uh, over the phone because there was a Reddit group. <laughs> Reddit of all things, which is really gone. It's really gone to the. What do you say when something something's really gone downhill? Gone to the gone birds. to the birds, because all of a sudden instead of going, yeah, we know what happened at this event. They're like, uh, so uh, what does the Bieber's what does Bieber's song mean anyway? So, oh my god! There was a Reddit post about what does what does full of equity in an asset mean in the Justin Bieber song? They did not. <laughs> Totally a Reddit on, on that. Reddit? On Are you Reddit. kidding me? It's like, yeah, it used to be a 9-11 truth. <laughs> now it's like, uh, Justin Bieber, Bieber intentions, what's like, that what's about? What's that song about? By the way, yeah, I also get like um, Reddit emails and they've all just gone like captive. Like 
none of them are the really interesting out there probable alternative stuff. It seems like it's very much this is the stuff you're supposed to you're supposed to believe, just like every place else. I'm like, no man, Reddit was supposed to be the place where you wouldn't have to worry about that. You could just go look up any old possibility, but no. Right. All right. Well, that's it for. Tyson's quick hits. Spitting on me. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> All right, so the past week we had 9/11 and I wanted to I don't think we talked about 9/11 last year and if we did, I don't think so because 9/11 would have happened like like before because we just started recording this podcast about a year ago. So, um, I don't think we would have brought that up. I, I think it would have been a little, just a little after that. I think when I we think were recording so. the first one, that in episode zero was just background, so we didn't. Right? Get any. Yeah, we didn't really talk about anything. So where were you on nine eleven? I was in southeast Kansas in a training class uh, for a new job. For a new so job. That day we left. Um, it was it was like we had a whole week worth of training. So that day we left. So how did you find out about it? We heard about it at work, and then some of us, because it was in training class and computers were available, were like, I'll be darned, is that true? And then people found different things. Obviously, kind of paused the training class in its tracks, and then it's sometime like midday or whatever, early afternoon, I guess, because I think that stuff was like 10.50 to 11.20, somewhere in there. So 9.50 to 10.20, somewhere in there, uh, central time so sometime you know later morning they just said just go home i think we did start up the next day it's not like we took a bunch of days off because it was a training week right that's where i was i was um at home my daughter was getting ready for school and uh i saw the first one i was just kind of watching it on the news because that's when i used to watch the news i don't watch the news anymore so and I was like, oh, wow, that, you know, and if you if you reading the reports, it wasn't live like it was live, but it wasn't live like it had already happened in New York by the time we saw it. And then they were showing the footage of it. And I was watching the next thing, you know, like the second plane hit and then um, the Pentagon. And then the, there was one that went in the field and I called the school up and I said, um, we're under attack right now. And she's like, what do you mean? I'm like. No, like there's something going on. They're they're flying planes into buildings, and I don't really know what's going to happen. So I went up to the school with my daughter, and I stayed up there because most of the people didn't bring their kids to school that day. And I what do you mean they didn't bring it to school? They, that they early? all stayed home. It was it was no, it was seven thirty, eight o'clock in the morning. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. It was. It was. I looked it up before we did this. We okay. found out. I the thought first... it was like ten fifty no. uh, nope. Eastern time. Mm-mm. Nope. Okay, you keep no. telling your story, and you know me. I can't. You go help for it. it because the guy there was a guy on there that had to stop and get donuts, and he was just late to work. So he wouldn't have been late to work at ten o'clock. Like that's not the way it was. But anyway, I went up to the school, and most people, if their kids were at school, they came and picked them up. And they, some of them didn't bring the kids to school. So um, that's what that's where we were at. And I said, and then I told the secretary, I said, the at least the people on the fourth plane um, attacked the hijackers to take the plane down. And I don't know where it was going to go, but I bet they saved a lot of lives. And she says, "What do you mean?" I said, "Well, the plane hit the field." The, it's either the pilots would have crashed it on purpose, you know, hearing what's going on, 
or there was some kind of you know whatever and i believe yeah. i believe struggle that, i believe they said there was a struggle so that's where i was at um and so 19 years ago we were still kind of in the state of disbelief and kind of shock uh you watched that you watched it i don't know how many times i saw the plane hit the building over and over and over again because that is all the news played just over and over and and I don't that just cannot be healthy at, at all and for the next few months people were so much nicer they had flags it didn't matter what you were doing I honestly I was just kind of like why aren't you guys this way all the time this is how I am all the time it, it was like the, it, some people had changed and I and I'm thinking I am still the exact same person I'm still nice I'm still you know I still love my country I'm not gonna fly a flag any particular way i don't fly yeah, one I now never, and I, I never did and that I, and there's too much rules i think a lot it. of us put like there were more stickers on cars right like flag stickers yeah. on cars that type of thing something and i was like no i like i'm good so we did that and then 19 years later we are not even allowed to hug each other <laughs> or or come together in large groups we're not allowed to be around each other it's just weird how um uh people have become so rude and insensitive of so others. maybe i wonder if they were already reporting see because it was at eight forty six eastern time right which is seven forty six yep eight forty six yeah eastern you're right seven forty six so we must have just found I out especially love being right <laughs> yeah we must have we must have found out especially late there because we were in class so we weren't right. like right near the te weren't right near the TVs right but yeah you're right it was eight forty six on the first one Eastern which would be seven forty six here you must have found out like almost as soon as it happened right because I was watching the news and they came on and nine oh two was the second one because the first yeah. one I wouldn't have, until the second one everybody would have just thought okay well. That's that's awful, kind of weird. Yeah. Um, but the second one's like, nope, <laughs> something else going on. Yeah. So it's only 15 minutes later, 8:02 then here. So yeah. So and um, school started. Did I after say you were right? Did I mention you were right? No, but I. You did. were right. <laughs> well, I looked it up because we were talking about it. In fact, they said that the first plane actually was broadcast a little bit later. Um, it, was, it wasn't like it was live on TV. That's just when it hit it. So it was like 15 minutes later when it was on television. Maybe I, see, I was thinking maybe it's more the, the collapses that I was remembering. That was yeah, closer to yep, 10. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. Closer to 10 and uh -huh. 10.30 were the collapses, not the right. actual first hits. Yeah. So anyway, um, right now we have so many people that are rude and sensitive and all that kind of stuff. And It I, was an interesting time. Um, but then unfortunately what happened? Yeah. Uh, flipping Patriot Act that no one yeah. bothered to read, but you know con right. Congress has been like that. It was just the, it was just the worst about the worst example to the time of not bothering to read bills. It's right. too important to read a bill. Why do we pay you again? Right. Well, it's because it's too important to read a bill. Well, I say I just want to say that I've remained the same because I still believe in living a positive life. I mean, I've I'm the I, same because I I'm still just you as negative are so about it. yeah. Cause I was gonna say you're still, still just, just as, as cynical and realist as ever. <laughs> More so because I already knew about OKC before that. We won't get into it. Right. I found out later. I didn't. I didn't have any sense to to doubt any of that story until about two years later, when some nineteen year old kid brought it up. 
Um, and after that, I did doubt it, and I do to this point. So you were talking about last night we went for a walk. Now, Chelsea and I had gone. I've, I'm getting new siding, and I had yesterday I put him in my windows. So Chelsea yeah, and I... Yeah, it looks good. I think, I think it's probably, if I had to guess, it uh, looks bluish gray to me. Yeah, right. It's the green. color. <laughs> it's green. Still green. <laughs> but they put the windows in, and so Chelsea came over and has been going for a walk with me every day. So we got in close to four miles, and you called, and I'm like, I'm always up for another walk. And you wanted to kind of walk a path because the house that you're buying isn't in my same neighborhood, but it's pretty close. It's and there's like far. there's like a street that you could just basically kind of, if you don't have to take main streets, you can get to my house. So we were walking around, and so what what I wanted to say is you've got this you've got this new home. Um, potential smell? buyer. Thank you. Do I have that new home smell? And as oh. we're walking around the neighborhood, he's like, oh, I like those two colors. Look at that <laughs> over there. Now I could picture this. And I thought, oh my goodness, he's finally, because when you found the house, I told you, you've got to start looking at colors. You need to start looking around at like room colors, accent colors, something that you can't just move your stuff in and have. I don't think I'm going to well, you, don't have to, you don't have to paint before, but at Start some point idea, in yeah. your life, you're going to want to paint it. And it's the best thing is to look at other people's because you'd be like, ooh, that is not good. Or, yeah, I like that. So Assuming I could match it later. Well, it's not even matching an exact color. It's just kind of like, <laughs> oh, I like that blue. And then you call me. <laughs> and then I will find that blue for you because you don't know your colors. See I mean, previous maybe, see previous episodes. Yeah, go one back or two and ago. listen to that one. Anyway, but it was kind of funny. He was like, "Oh, look at that one with the shingles and with the matching." And and I was like, "Oh, that one's busy. Oh, I like that one." So as we're out walking, he's now paying attention to all these houses, which as a renter you normally don't do. Well, I think I may have just done a nice walk because it's this new neighborhood to me. But maybe right. not. Maybe maybe, maybe. I, I paid more attention. It's just such a it's such a. A nice little neighborhood to walk in. Yeah, it's, it's we have a good neighborhood. <clears throat> a level above the one where I'll be. I mean, mine's going to be fine, but it's not. It's a level happen. above the one I live in. Oh, it's okay. just across the street. Okay. So, like, it's the in the middle. Like, in Topeka, we have these little pods. So, you've got like low, mid, high, and you can have a $500,000 house, and in the backyard of it, you could have a $75,000 house. That's just the way our, our area is around here. So I live in I live in a nice neighborhood. I like it, but not as nice as the one we were walking in. So, okay. So we're going to talk about my trip to uh, uh, Kentucky. But on the way down to Kentucky, we were trying to find stations to listen to because I don't pay for radio. Tom pays for radio. So when, we're, when we drive his vehicle, we can just listen to Sirius XM. I don't have that. So we have to like hit the thing and hit the thing and hit the thing. So one of the song comes on is uh, Need You Now. And remember, when you're listening to the radio, they only play 12 songs. I mean, it's you did, they just kind of re you're on, rotate If you're on the out. same station, it's like, yeah, yeah you, can, like, you oh. can hear the biggest hit another hour and 45 minutes right. later. It's so we were listening to the song, and um, Need You Now by Lady Annabellum came on, and I was telling Tom this really cool, funny story. My little friend Colton, who is now 10, but he was like 7 at the time, we were driving around, and he said, you know what my, um, my favorite song is, Kim? And I was like, what is it, Colton? He goes, um, Need You Now. And I was like, what? So... We were in, parked out front of his dad's house, getting ready to drop him off, and I, I hooked up my phone, so I had the words, and, the, and the, then I had, um, I put the uh, 
MT the YouTube. So I had the karaoke version on, and him and I sang "Need You Now" for a little on for Facebook on Facebook. It was adorable. So I'm going to say the words to you because he is seven years old, and so the the basically the the refrain part. I think that's what it's called. It says, it's a quarter after one. I'm all alone and I need you now. Said I wouldn't call, but I lost all control and I need you now. And I don't know how I could do without. I just need you now. That's the girl part. And then the boy, there's more words. And then the guy says, it's a quarter after one. I'm a little drunk and I need you now. Said I wouldn't call, but I lost all control and I need you now. And I don't know how I could do without. I just need you now. So I'm telling Tom this story whatever we listen to it listen to the song cracks me up thinking about my little colton such a cutie but anyway we found a station while we're down in louisville and basically it was playing just really good music uh-huh. and one of the songs on there was this song i should probably go to bed and so i've never heard this song before but being down there i have heard it now probably 10 times because they were playing it on the different stations Anyway, so I'm going to read the words here, and then I'll tell you what I said to Tom. So on about the third or fourth time I listen to this, I'm listening to the song, I just start cracking up, and he's like, what? So here's the, I should probably go to bed. I should probably turn off my phone. I should quit while I'm ahead. I should probably leave you alone. Because I know in the morning I'll be calling, saying sorry for the things I said. So, yeah, I should probably go to bed. And I was like, oh, this is the next night after Need You Now when they, they were drunk. And he's like, you know what? I probably shouldn't call you again. I go, it's kind of like the song that's the yeah. follow-up to that song. That's funny. And he was like, I don't get it, but that's okay. <laughs> I got it because I was like, I should probably go to bed. Here's this guy. Um, I I didn't. I said I wouldn't call, but I lost all control. And this guy's like, I should probably just go to bed. <laughs> Turn off my phone. <laughs> so you have to go do it. It's by Dan Dan and Shay. It's oh, a really cute song. Dan and Shay. Dan and Shay. It's a country it song it, too, right? Yeah, I think so. Oh. Anyway, all right. So let's get on to this bourbon bourbon tour that we did now remember i already told you that tom wanted to go i wanted to go to um memphis to the uh elvis presley thing which i'm really glad we didn't plan that trip because evidently they got vandalized and there was things happening down there and so i'm just kind of glad that we planned this and we were going to do all of it and then um a while back tom decided not to go as long and uh to just do Kentucky. So that's what we did. Yeah. And so Tuesday night, I, I went down to Kansas City to go ahead and be there because we're going to leave at 5.30 in, 5, 5.30 in the morning. For a drive. To drive. We're driving down down there. So I didn't realize where this is going. It's going across, of course, straight across Missouri. For those of you, we have we have listeners in Virginia. We, they we may have, not understand yes, the do. middle of America. We have listeners in New Zealand. Straight across the Missouri, Missouri on I-70. And then what happens is you don't necessarily realize that I always kind of Play, I always kind of place Illinois more f- further north because right. some of the you go some to the Illinois Great Lakes for like are you north. blank in Illinois. So, but you go through the the uh, toward the bottom southern area of Illinois, you go through it, then into Indiana. Right. And then I forgot because I've never even driven through that area. I've driven to the west. I've never driven east uh, as far as a long trip or anything on any of the interstates. The Indiana and Kentucky are are 
basically divided by whichever would that that'd be the Ohio River or something. I didn't know that until you were talking about your trip and I was looking. So you went through three states, stayed in the third one right. just because it was across the river right from from louisville right louisville so yeah yeah illinois indiana and then kentucky and then missouri before that yeah so we were in kansas went through down and i drove the whole way so we got up in the morning and we left i got gas the night before we left and i drove we stopped and got gas right before we got to st louis because you know your cars tell you like you have 80 miles left and so i was like okay so i'm gonna get some gas stopped at the quick trip got some gas drove all the way through i drove all the way there and it was actually not a really bad drive um that uh that we did and what i love about traveling with tom because you know you have to have the person that you travel with right and traveling with tom it's like this okay we need to pee like once like I'm not stopping every two hours with somebody. You mean oh, you I aren't? Need to, yeah, I'm not. Okay. And either is Tom. I mean, he would, and I would, but it wouldn't be fun for me because I'm like, no, let's just get down there. Let's just go. So that was that was kind of awesome that we just go. You'd stop once and go. Anyway, um, so we did we did all of that stuff. So yeah, we did stay in Indiana, but there's a time change. Gary, Indiana, Gary, Indiana, Indiana. Gary. That's Indiana. A, I was trying to figure out that stupid play the whole time I was there, and I because you were thinking here I'm yeah, in Indiana. I was like something Indiana, something Indiana, Gary. <laughs> but it wasn't that. But uh, yeah, is, is a, Elizabeth. Is that what you said? In I always Elizabeth, stayed in Elizabeth. Yeah. Elizabeth, Indiana. Which was close to Elizabeth. No, it was. There's a town in Indiana that we stayed at. And we ate at more. Elizabeth is basically a casino, I think. It's just a riverfront <clears throat> casino part. Um, but we're driving down there, and there's a time change, so we're going to lose our hour, which is kind of weird. <laughs> and it was so we're driving down, you know, through the those like curved roads, and there's trees on the side. And I have absolutely no clue where we're at, what's going on. And um, I reach over to, no, he, a while back, he was like, we changed times yet and i looked at the clock and i go my clock doesn't change by itself it's not that fancy and he goes oh so we kept driving well i don't know what it was but i got this thing and i was like and i reached over and i changed it and i added an hour and he looked up and he looked down and he goes it does too change and i was like what and i go no i just changed it. and he goes at the exact time my child i changed my car clock the exact time that the time changed <laughs> That's great. without it there's not a sign that says your time is changing i just had a feeling i was just like boom boom normally i already do that like i do that before i leave home so i don't Freak forget out, huh? yeah he was like whoa <laughs> and i'm driving so i can't even pretend like i couldn't have done it like been on my phone and lied to him i'm driving and i just went like this boom 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 <laughs> and then he goes and he goes it did change by itself and i was like no, I just did it. Because he was looking at the phone. He was like on his phone. He noticed that it changed. He could see the change time. So anyway, um, that was kind of funny. We did go. We stayed at the casino, which was the Caesar Southern Illinois. But that's not the name of it. There's a whole other name of it, of what they call it. I, I don't know. It was all the way out. It was like 10 miles out in the middle of nowhere. Uh, like there's nothing there and then you came in and then when you drove over the bridge that's when you got into kentucky and 
Uh, Tom is not a gambler, and if you are a follower of Kimology 411, you would know that Kim is a gambler. And I'm not a big gambler, but I am a gambler. And so I was like, "Come on down to the casino with me." And he's like, "And I go because the first place was where you stayed and had the casino there." Right. Yes. And so, um, but I told he said if we had sports betting because he loves sports. Like you love sports. He loves sports. Every sport there is. I don't know if he does NBA, but I know it's um, all college hockey, especially hockey because he's a hockey player. Um, he loves it. So I said, you can go bat down there. And he was like, okay, I'll go. And so we went down there and then he, he was kind of like, mm, I don't really, like, he doesn't do it very often. So I told him, he goes, I don't know what to bet for. And I go, just bet on the Chiefs are going to win by two touchdowns. And he kind of laughed, and he because he's a um, he's a Green Bay Packers fan, <laughs> and I go no, they're gonna win by two, they're gonna win by two touchdowns. Uh, yeah, Chiefs won by what? I, two I, touchdowns. I'm not paying attention, but yeah, I heard that they did just fine against the Texans, and that would have been a good uh, a good a good bet because everybody's like Deshaun Watson, man, this is their year. Mm-hmm. Deshaun Watson's good too. Patrick Mahomes is great. Deshaun Watson's good too. Nah. And they're like, nah, it'll be a close game. I'll bet you that over under was no more than. It was an arrowhead, but I bet you it was no more than four points. Well, and here's a here's so a weird thing. So it would have thing. been a nice bet if he would have gone two yeah. touchdowns. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing: the NFL. Not I said all, over under. I meant spread. Not all teams have fans, and and Chiefs do. So the Chiefs actually had fans in the stands. But let me tell you this: my tickets that because uh, my friend William has always for the last few years has always bought me two seats so that I could go to the games. And last year we didn't make it to any games because they were going to the Super Bowl and I think he could sell like I think they had a, such a good year. He was able to sell the tickets for a lot more than me paying him face value for because it was a good year. And so I didn't go to any games last year. And so I thought, oh, I probably won't go to games this year either because they just won the Super Bowl. And my tickets went from 70 to they were like $70, $75 to over $100 a piece just before COVID. They were over 100 I looked up tickets the other day. My section, $375. $375. But hey. you only get to have like 7,000 people there or something like that. But like um, Tom said, the Green Bay Packers, they're not letting fans in for the first two games or something like that. Or no, I don't know. There was like, I don't know what's going on. But so we had we had fans in there. And I know the Royals have to be mad because here's the Chiefs gets to have people in there and the Royals can't. That just doesn't make any sense to me. Weird. Yeah, it's a weird uh, patchwork. Uh, as far as sports goes, because some major colleges or conferences aren't even having football, or at least not for now until they change their minds, and other ones are. So well, and even odd. with like the high school levels, I found out that they're not even letting the students really go to the games. So like the seniors can't go watch their own people play the games. Each kid gets like so many tickets. If you're divorced and you're remarried, you don't get to go to your games at at high, to your in kids high school. Games? Yeah. yeah, I mean that's just bonkers to me so anyway another thing so we have tom and i were able to travel because we're like let's just get this done we're very low maintenance traveling but also with food i am a cooler kid 
I do not like to go on a long five-day... Is this five different day... than a cool kid? I'm a cool, cooler kid. <laughs> You're, you belong in both categories? I, I'm in both. I'm cool in both. Kid the cool kid and a cooler kid. The cool, cooler kid. Anyway, whenever we would go on vacation like with the kids and stuff like that, I always pack a cooler because I would rather snack along the way and then grab a nice dinner than be eating, especially with kids. They throw half the food away, you know, and, and you just waste money. So when I went down the weekend before, I was like, all right, Tom, um, like, what are we going to do for, like, lunch? And we've traveled before. So we always cut up, like, the smoked sausage and cheese and crackers and just kind of snacky stuff. And I said, um, you know, we have this schedule and we have all these tours and we're going to get done. And then it's like an hour before, but then it's like, that's like three and a half hours before dinner. You don't want to eat and we can't eat till and two. And you don't really want to have to go someplace yeah, and wait. Yeah, wait. And I said, you know, like, we could, I could go get some meat or we could just do like peanut butter and jelly. And he's like, I'm good with peanut butter and jelly. Peanut butter, jelly, jelly time. time. Peanut butter, jelly time. Peanut butter, 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 jelly. I am surprised you even know that song. Is that your favorite song? No, no, no. Is it on your, <laughs> work, it on your workout tape? <laughs> peanut butter, jelly. Peanut butter, jelly. Peanut butter, jelly with a baseball bat. Um, no, I only know it because of the family guy uh, oh. riff off of it. Okay. I don't know it as an actual kid's song. Right. Okay. <laughs> Your eyes are telling me something different. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So anyway, we so I picked out uh, peanut butter and jelly because you can just leave that in the car. Yep. And bread. And so then I had my knives and stuff like that, and I would just after we got done with our tour, I'd make some sandwiches, throw them in there. See, my boom, boom. my lower version would have been just go to the nearby grocery store and grab snacks instead of going to the. Same thing, but yours is better, really. It's like, like grab snacks instead of having to worry about going to a, you know, fast food place three times a day or whatever the two times a day before dinner. Right. I would just save some money by going to the grocery. In fact, the last thing, last trip I was on was down towards Branson, for that conference I went to <clears throat> last September, and or was that the year before? Anyway, and that's what I did. I just like there were there's speakers all day, so all I did was mostly keep snacks in the car to keep the trip priced yeah down. that's i mean i we brought all different snacks i had tons i had um, rice krispie treats we did stop at kroger because they have liquor stores we'll talk about that and we went in and got a box of donuts um some um apple fritters and cinnamon rolls just i can't wait for this one i can't wait for this one so we have a bourbon trip going to distilleries and the distinction with the stopping at Kroger's is so they could get alcohol. Yes. Okay. okay so let me tell you. <laughs> so the whole purpose of this was Tom has a list and he wanted to go down there because when you're, when you are a bourbon connoisseur and collector, and he's a collector, different bourbons can be found in different areas. And when you're down in Kentucky and Indiana and stuff like that, you can find a lot of the stuff that you'll never ever see on the shelves in Kansas City or Topeka. All right. And so you will sometimes, but it could be $89 a bottle, $59 a bottle. So he wanted to go. So that was one of the things was liquor stores. We probably went to about 10 of them to find oh, the liquor, to gotcha. find the liquor. And so Kroger down in... So bourbon besides the distilleries, just even if you're not... Right. It's just more regional somehow. Yeah. Well, it's just... Availability. It's, there's like 12 distilleries down there. We only went to three. 
The other ones are still closed, so you can't even go to the distilleries to get your stuff. Their gift shops are all closed. So therefore, knowing you're going to have regional availability, you might as well check, check it various out. places. Oh, yeah. Okay. We spent hours in the liquor stores looking at... <laughs> bourbon because i mean he he's got them all priced he's like that one's this month at this place and this place and that you know what this is what we went for is for bourbon yeah and so i at the so the first liquor store that we actually did find was in indiana in a little town where we had eaten at and we were i was driving and i went oh look there's a liquor store <laughs> best liquor store ever that's where he got most of his stuff that he bought at liquor stores and i got to sample um a well first of all she gave me she's like you've got to try this vodka and i'm thinking oh gross so she gives it to me a little sample of it and i take it i'm like "Mm, that's really smooth gross (laughs) i hate i just hate alcohol she goes now you've got to try this coconut this roasted coconut rum i'm going to tell you and i thought oh so i went to taste it best stuff ever it actually has a natural sweetness to it and it's not sugar, and I could actually drink that by itself. But hmm. I'm thinking more along the lines of I will be mixing it with something. But I got a bottle well, what's of Kahlua? that. what's Kahlua? Kahlua is coffee. Okay, so when I think of something that, as a drink, it's just because it's with it usually served with rum. Kahlua is 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 a coffee flavored liqueur. Okay. So you could. Because I was gonna say I've sometimes. On the rare occasions I drink, I'm like, oh, that's not as bad as some things. Yeah. That's a little bit smoother. Well, like Bailey's, sweet. Bailey's Irish cream right. is kind of cream. Or if you've got my, um, the other stuff, the the creams and stuff like that, those are meant to, you could be on the rocks. Bourbon's supposed to be on the rocks. We'll talk about that anyway. So we went in there and so I, I bought a bottle there. I think Tom got like three bottles, three different bottles of stuff there. Um, and so... Anyway, so let's talk about bourbon, because I learned, I am like, I could like, I could do the tours. I could, honestly. You tell me the other day, it's mm -hmm. like, you were ready to do the tours. I was ready. to be the tour guide. So we show up, our first one was at Buffalo Trace, and it is, it is like 70 miles from the hotel. So you have to think about this. These distilleries. After you'd been there once or before you got to the hotel? This is from the hotel. Okay. This This is the next day. We got up. And we got down there and we had four tours at okay. this distillery. And this is the one where I had to email them and I'm like, I can't do, do the tours. He wants to do them all. So anyway, I think nobody has ever done four tours there because they were making fun of us. <laughs> Wait a second. I, you said four and I'm confused. Four where? At Buffalo Trace. How are there four? There are six different tours you could take. Two of them are closed. And then there's four. There's all different things. You do different stuff with each tour. So you have one that goes into how the bourbon is made, how the bourbon is in the barrel. You go through the history. Did you buy a Disney Disney speed pass or whatever? No, no. front of line privileges. My gosh. So we do the first tour. We've got Eugene, great, great tour guy. And I'm sitting there and they said, well, let, let them know that you have another tour. Well, after each tour, you get to go do a tasting. Except if you do more than one tour, you do the tasting at the end. So you don't do four (laughs) tastings. You'd never make it. So anyway, I'm looking at the clock and it's like, so the first one was at 10. And then the next one was at 11. It was like five minutes till 11. And I was like this, Tom, I gotta go. And he was like, he goes, you go, I'll tell him. 
So I go running out and there's the, for the second tour, there was a gentleman there and his wife and the wife didn't sign up for a tour. And when we were checking in for the first two tours at the little desk, he said, if no one shows up and I don't know what tour he's talking about, well, if no one else shows up, could she take the tour? And they said, yeah, if no one shows up. So when I show up, it's that tour. And she's standing there. And the tour guide is counting. She's like, well, nope, we're still missing. I go, no, there's one more coming. We were on the 10 o'clock tour. He'll be here. And he and she was like, um, you don't have the right band on. And I was like, yeah, I do. And I pulled it up. And she's like, <laughs> she's like, oh, you were on two tours. I'm like, yes. By the end of the day, I had four freaking Did bands. Say, That's why they call them tours. tours. <laughs> two. Anyway, <laughs> I like how you said, oh, oh yeah, I do. When she yeah, was up before, and I was like, like, I got my arms, ching, 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 got my ching, ching, pants ching. on, and uh, I got uh, tour bling. That's uh, yeah, I got, so I got, I was like, I have two different things. And she goes, oh, I see. And then Tom shows up. So then we go on that tour, and we get to go into some really cool stuff. And then I'm like, this, uh, we gotta go. It's like almost twelve o'clock. <laughs> Tom's like, you go. I'll be back. So I had to go. This time I had to check in for the twelve and the one o'clock tour because they could only check. So us they're kind of taking their time because usually there wouldn't be that type of overlap. Okay. Well, here's the cool thing. This is the most awesome thing. If you can get down to Kentucky and you want to do this bo- bourbon <laughs> boobin, <laughs> that no, nothing that's to how drink. you pronounce it. A week mo- ago. Yeah. Normally, there's 30 to 32 people on a tour. Oh, so we had gotta, six to eight. So, you, was no rush? Like, no, it was, get... no, the, the tours are an hour long. I mean, they're an hour long oh. all the time. But imagine how much we got because there was not 30 people trying to go in and out and waiting on people. So, we got right. a lot of information. Our guides were really, <laughs> really cool. So, anyway, we did one, two, three, and we did four. And then the fourth one was a young girl, and she she was talking more about how the bourbon is made, how it comes in the trucks, and how the process of the bourbon. And so here's a few facts about bourbon. First of all, all bourbon has to be, if it wants to be a bourbon. Now, whiskey and bourbon, um, you can have a whiskey. A lot of people call it, you can have a whiskey bourbon, but bourbon, to be bourbon, it has to be... Um, in 51%, 51% or more corn, it has mm. to be um, uh, made in the United States. It has to be in an oak barrel, and most of the people use the white oak barrel because the, the white oak actually has more sweet sweetness to it. And what was the other thing? I know there's like four things. Um, oh, and you cannot add any additives to it. Yep. So if you day. take if you take a barrel of bourbon, and you put in cinnamon, what do you get? Not bourbon. Whiskey you get or something. like oh, wow. Fireball. You get cinnamon whiskey because you've added something to it. So that's the difference. This so, makes logical sense. I thought it was pretty cool. I thought it was pretty cool. So the first one we went to was Buffalo Trace, and the second one we went to was Heaven Hill, which was the next day. So each day we went to one and we wanted to do more distilleries, but it really just worked out so well being the first time we went because I think we would have been over distillerized if we would have done the original, (laughs) what Tom wanted to do. Well, and it's with any trip, right? It's always that fine balance of getting that scheduled stuff in. We talked about that on another one of your trips. and versus not feeling too rushed. You right. Know, getting plenty in. 
Well, and Tom had wanted to go back to Buffalo Trace every morning, which I kind of thought in the back would be a little bit rushed because that's two hours every morning to go down because you could get this bourbon. And he didn't know, he someone had told him that you could only buy this bourbon there. It's Blanton's. They actually bottle it right there, like hand bottle it. They put it in the bottle, seal it, and all that stuff. And... Um, um, right there. So why There's do you want to go there? Was anyway, there a limit per day? One. You can get one okay. person. There you go. And then you get this grenade, which looks like a grenade bottle, and then it's got bourbon in it. Well, he wanted to go every morning and do it, and that was, to me that was kind of rushing. But this is his trip, and I'll be honest with you, I, I just wanted him to have a great time because this was his first actual vacation since I've known him in the last four years. He's gone places and like he traveled for work and does stuff, but this was his first vacation, so it was all up to him. But when we were leaving, he asked the guy and it says, every three months, you can come back. So you can't come back every day to get it. Thank goodness we didn't drive all the way there oh. the next day. So we but got when you're leaving that very first day. That, so there yeah, wasn't actually He said okay. he goes there's it's 3 months. So I got him a bottle and then I got I mean I got both of them. So he actually got two. I gave him. That works. Know. Yeah, so that worked out for him. Um the second one we went to was Heaven Hill and <laughs> it was um basically just a tasting. Now Buffalo Trace was free, but Heaven Hill was a, there was a cost to it. It was like 10 or $15 or something like that. But you got to go into this thing that looked like a bar. And if you go to my personal Facebook page, I'll actually probably put some, when this podcast posts, I'll put a couple pictures um, in, in Chemology underneath it. But we got to taste. So the first one, let me go back to Buffalo Trace. So we got to go into the tasting and we have three. At the end of your fourth have, one? Yeah, we have three bourbons. And then we have a chocolate, a bourbon bowl, and then we had. You had me at chocolate. They have root and then beer. You said no, it's fruit. Bowl. There's no, there's no. It's not, it doesn't taste like bourbon. Oh. It's just, it's just like a fruit center. It's like a, this is chocolate. Oh, it's like a thing. I but, thought bourbon. But they ball call it a bourbon. But they call it the bourbon ball because drink. it's bourbon. But it's no, it's just a chocolate um, piece of candy. Okay. Then but then they also make me. root beer, which was to die for. So the first one, I do not drink bourbon. And so they were like, oh, this is so, oh, oh, hold on. This is, I just, things keep popping up. So we walk into where they keep the barrels in these huge tall buildings. I mean, there's tens of thousands of barrels of bourbon. You walk in and it just smells like bourbon. And I'm like, ugh. I, I don't know, I don't know if this is what, when you first told me this, it reminded me of the, oh, you mean like the uh, last, uh, the the last scene in Raiders of the Lost Ark, the giant warehouse where they're putting things away. Yeah, it's except huge. it's bourbon and it's stuff. Bourbon and big <laughs> barrels. Nazi war stuff. Yeah, well, but you walk in and it's bourbon, and we have our masks on because, of course, every place you go, you had to wear masks down there, and you could still smell this bourbon, and and they're like this, oh. I could live in here. I could never get tired of this smell. And I'm like this. This stinks. You're like, we don't need any masks. No. I'm pretty sure my but, breath at this point but, is killing but on, anything. But on the fourth tour, <laughs> I didn't smell it anymore. So, and it kind of, I've kind of got used to it. But man, when you walked in, it was like, oh, it was just like someone throwing bourbon in your face. And you're just like, holy crap. But they're like this. Oh my gosh, this is like, heavenly! And that, like the whole group, and here I am, like this. 
chirp, chirp. Where, where chirp, I say chirp. the uh, anthropology <laughs> lesson for me can be about many subcultures that I'm not a part of and I find it interesting observing. And one is when I watch a food channel, I can just see people practically salivating in the office. I'm like, look at them, they're salivating like Pavlov's dogs over there. And that's probably what that seemed like. Yeah, yeah they were, but I was not. I was like, oh. I can get through, and I, I. Once you start trying to smell the oaky and the vanilla and the cinnamon and all that stuff, which I guess if they tell you enough, you start smelling it. I don't <laughs> Eventually, know. Eventually, the power is Eventually, you start smelling it, but you kind of do. So anyway, um, so that one we did the 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 three bourbons, and Heaven Hill is the one that had no, the big no, warehouses. No, 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 they all do. Okay. Everybody does, but we're still at. Um, Buffalo Trace. Buffalo Trace was the first three bourbons that we did. And I was like this, okay, well, I still don't like bourbon, but I did like the root beer and Tom doesn't drink pop. So bonus, luckily he got me this little cup of water so I could slush down the water with the bourbon. And I think if I would have added the water to the bourbon, it would have been better because when we got to um, Heaven Hill, it was just a tasting. We went in, we stood in line, got the, um, the, those. Meaning just not a big tour, just just come in and try them instead of right. on a tour. Okay. Right. We got we got um, the Blantons and those little grenade balls or whatever at the Heaven Hill ones. Buffalo Trace, I can't remember what we bought there, but Buffalo Trace. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Those were whatever we bought. It. No, that was Blantons. This at Heaven Hill was the, the little grenade and something... I don't know what I don't know what it was. It was it was something. So it, this one you paid. For I had to the pay this. I had to pay for the tasting. And, and so, so what you was got, like you the got, line and stuff like? You got the three. You got the, the three different flavors. Another piece of chocolate score and a little squirt bottle of water, and um, so you would take half of the shot and then they would be like slosh it around in your tongue, and so you would do it and it's really weird because on one of them. You would put it on the front of your tongue, and it was kind of sweet, and it and it was like really smooth. But when you swallowed it, it just burned, and you're like, "Is Did that?" You say that term was grandma something. It's like a grandma's hug or something like that. I don't know. It's like nice and warm. It's a nice Makes and warm, but it was so kind warm. of like wow. And so yeah. it was, but when I put like three drops of water in the leftover shot, it was actually tolerable. Like mm. I actually enjoyed. Two of the three. The, the third one, I was like, there's nothing. But I drank them all. I drank every single thing of bourbon. And then <laughs> I ate my chocolate. And I, I was a trooper. And I would do it again. Because you know what? It's not that much. And I used to, back in the day, when I thought I was all big and bad, I'd do a three Wiseman shot. And a three Wiseman shot isn't just a little baby shot. It's Jimmy, Johnny, and Jack all in one shot. In a big glass. Yes, this is how much of a non-drinker I am. I did not understand three wise men, Jimmy, Johnny, and whoever mm-hmm. it was. Jim Beam, Jack Daniels, Johnny Walker. Gross, gross, and me and Jack Daniels do not like each other. We do not like each other. Mm-hmm. There Specifically, is don't get along. No, we, he doesn't like me, and I don't like him. We don't even talk. So we did that one. Then we then So that was the paid one. Then we went... Um, so was that nearby? Kind that of. That was that was closer. I mean, it wasn't like real close, but it wasn't it wasn't that far out. You know, probably about twenty minutes. I think I, I don't remember. I didn't drive the rest of the way. Tom drove the rest of the way, and I'm going over liquor first, and then we'll go over food. 
um, the next day on Saturday, because this was Thursday, Friday, and then Saturday we got to do the Evan Williams experience, which was downtown Louis downtown Louisville. And um that one we also paid for went the up the experience. The experience because you get Evan a tour. Williams is a distillery. Evan and they Williams. Had the yes. Evan Williams distillery experience. And it's downtown. There's a distillery in downtown. There's multiple distilleries in downtown. I don't suppose I, I don't suppose they um abbreviate it and pronounce it ew do they no e i did ew <laughs> anyway that is that is not a commentary i know nothing i just like wordplay <laughs> right could be the I best not, place in the could world be, yeah, exactly. i just saw a chance for wordplay <laughs> to be clear just for some, no we got to take a really cool tour there there's that you got to see how they do stuff it's right downtown but it was real it was really cool and then um, our uh, tour guide took us up to another tasting room, and that's where we did the tasting. That was the one on the third one I couldn't do. It was a 23-year-old. I just couldn't do it. Like, I did the first taste. It just was nasty. And they didn't they didn't give me any water, but they did have the, um, the, the apple spice one. So it's like an Evan Williams apple spice whiskey or apple something. And, of course, a piece of chocolate. Chocolate's the best part. But anyway, all of it was was ridiculously amazing i enjoyed all of it but the cool thing is is on my part because like i said tom wanted to do maker's mark and we wanted to do jim beam experience and we had all these different ones that we wanted to go to they were all closed and we asked the people at the other distilleries and they were like it's i don't know why they opened up for a while and then they just closed back down but you have to remember that these distilleries are not making money off of these experiences or these tours or the gift shop they're making money off of their bourbon and so this is just an extra perk and probably it just got to the point where they just didn't want to take the time to have to follow all the guidelines right and have to hire people to count how many people were in the little stores and of course like I said, there were 30 people in the tours before us and before COVID, and now you've got six to eight. It's freaking phenomenal. You get like a one-on-one -on -one private tour, which of course can't continue because there's going to be tons more people coming in. But we had planned all of we had I had planned all of it, so we, that was pretty good. Oh, so one thing that you learned about bourbon is at it's, it's kind of funny when you do tours at different places, they talk about their part of history. So if you go to multiple distilleries, you can put the whole piece of puzzle together. Mm -hmm. So at Buffalo Trace, um, Blanton and um, the other guy, and I'm, I'm horrible at names, um, they, they were really big in the legislature. And back in 1919, um, 1918, 1919, when we started getting to prohibition, uh, they would they they kind of knew something was going on so they basically went and made their alcohol medicine and said it actually fixes things and you got you got one pint per person in the house doesn't matter what age um maybe it was, i don't know there maybe it was a little bit kids could get it every 10 days and that's how they continued and all you needed was the doctor's note to say Yep, he's got some baritis what I, going what on. I run, <laughs> what I run the parallel to, some baritis. Do some burbitis. Some burbitis, exactly. Um, what I say the, the parallel was, uh, well, yeah, people may do it recreationally, but it definitely has a medicinal purpose. Yeah, it was, yeah, medicinal. 
and that's what it was weed right it's like kind of a parallel there it's like hey it's legitimate it has legitimate medicinal purposes and i'm not saying i'm not actually dissing either i just draw drew the analogy there right well and this is medicinal uh bourbon and it made it medicine and so that's kind of i mean they did other stuff in the factory in the in the distilleries there you know they did one of them did a chain of stores and some other stuff just to keep up with the times which kind of takes you so back that, so that started happening right before because you said they started to understand it was going to be prohibited or mm-hmm. it was after so no in 1919 when everything was getting ready to go that's when they started getting it getting it basically through the legislature in in 1920 uh we started prohibition one forgets it was 13 One, years. Yeah, and then they were like, we really want it to be quick, and 13 years later. So it was really kind of a Debbie Downer for me because 100 years later, 100 years later, we're at 2020, and we still have people trying to refigure out what their businesses are going to do that they can't do the normal day-to-day thing. And that's what kind of happened in Prohibition as well. They had to be creative. Some people went out of business, but other people were like, oh, well, we can't make this anymore, so let's make this and this and this. Now, during 2020, um, most of them made hand sanitizer. So they all yeah. have. They all made their hand sanitizer, and um, most of them said they never shut down a day. So um, that's kind of awesome. So that is my bourbon thing. I can tell you one thing: I still don't like bourbon. <laughs> like it's not ever a drink that I'd be like, "Oh, I think I just have a glass of this bourbon." I did see a five thousand dollar bottle of bourbon. I saw four thousand dollars. I saw two thousand dollars. We saw. Four hundred dollar bourbon. So you said five grand. Five thousand dollars. And but you it's in said a crystal bottle. they said that some of them there. Did you say somewhere more like ten or twelve? You can you get could? you can get up to ten or twelve thousand dollars, but I think they come in an expensive bottle too. Like one of the bottles we saw was like a crystal bottle. So did I hit that number right? I don't know. Oh. oh, okay, darn it. I was like, man, I do pay attention sometimes, but you're like, yeah, it's up there somewhere. It's, it's I mean, okay. there's you can get bourbon for any. I mean, and it's I said, well, who makes the price? And they're just like people want to buy it so you know it's what it is i would not spend that much money on bourbon but so anyway like i said i was saying you know half of the half the places were closed down so uh tom said hey why don't we just do some of the museums a couple people that are that have been down there um yeah hey i was wondering can you get like the whole bottle and somebody could take it home and continue to age it if they wanted oh the whole uh cat uh uh, barrel you know what yes you can actually they now sell barrels so you and your neighbors can actually just get together and buy an entire barrel of liquor and age it if you want to or use I it I think want. I don't think they give you the barrel I think they bottle the whole barrel for you Oh, they bottle mm-hmm. all of it out of it. I, I, I don't think that they because so you well, gotta strain could... it. Yeah, there's there's a process to it when you like when it's it's in it's in a barrel. There's so many different cool things about that. First of all, did you know? We'll, we'll talk a little bit more about bourbon. I forgot. Did you well, know that bourbon that and bourbon process? Bourbon is bourbon is taxed every year, so they put it in the barrel and then they have to pay a tax on it. And you've got four year old bourbon, eight year old bourbon, twelve year old bourbon. But then you have 23-year-old bourbon, and there's times that they'll open up those the the barrels, and there's nothing there. It's all it's so all, all evaporated. They've been paying, if you will, like for 23 uh, kind years. Of property taxes on it. So it's like a sales tax, like a liquor tax. 
Well, it's a right, but tax. In, in essence, it's because you're just owning a certain asset, right? You're well, it's not, liquor. It's, it's a not, liquor you're tax. Not selling it yet? Yeah, it's just it's yeah. just there. It's just their barrel liquor tax or something. There's also um, so there's single there's single um, barrel, which is just where it comes out of one barrel. Uh, there is um, then the mixed ones where they might take an eight and a twelve and a four and mix it together and make the four or whatever. They make tons of different kind of um, stuff there. But if you want to know more about bourbon, you got to go down there on the tour. Or you can go to Hulu and watch Neat, Neat. the bourbon story. It's really good. It's really good. It was on Hulu. It's called Neat. And it's actually interviews the guy at Buffalo Trace down in Kentucky. Did you see him and ask him for his autograph? Uh, Tom got his picture taken with him. Really? He did. He was upstairs and he was like, I have to get my picture taken with you. I was like, okay. So I took his picture. I did not get my picture taken with him. Um, but anyway. All right. So Did Tom do any like cool little gesture or is he just kind of like standing next to him well you really can't stand i mean you gotta be like social distancing oh, kind of yeah. like whatever i mean you your, breath, like, your breath at that point you is know you've got anything. masks on you i mean you you have to keep your masks on so it was just kind of like he's pretty excited um so anyway uh the things were closed down and so we got to pick some museums, and there's a few really good ones. And then we even saw some more museums. I was like, oh, man, next time we come here, I want to do that one. But we picked the um, Muhammad Ali Museum. Can't go wrong with that. And we picked the Churchill Downs Museum, and we did the After Five Tour. Now, Muhammad Ali, which it's just so cool because I remember... Muhammad Ali. Like, I remember some of the stuff that I was watching on the screen. I'm like, I saw that on television as a kid. As a, as a kid, for me, it was more like as his later career. Right. Where I start remembering it, where it's like, can he still box well? It wasn't, oh, like, I, it wasn't the, the highlight of his career. My, my dad was all into the boxing and the fighting and stuff like that. We watched it all the time. One of the things that I got out of the museum, there was multiple different levels to the museum. They had a Black Lives Matter slash kind of a thing that kind of talked about racism in one of the special rooms. It just has a, a special thing. They had one on women. Um, of like successful women and all that kind of stuff that is really kind of cool but what I found was looking through him is he was one heck of a marketing guy right oh, now yeah. we always market ourselves, and he had so much confidence which it was basically kind of just kind of like put him on the map it's not like he was being arrogant or anything he was just kind of being kind of sarcastic funny like I'm yeah, pretty I'm you know like he would be like I'm pretty I'm not talking about his skill I'm just talking about his his kind of his sense of humor and I and I thought man that's kind of my sense of humor as well. Like, I've got that confidence where I talk it's about playful. How... He had a playful yes. confidence. Yes, yeah. And uh, Simon, your, your guy Simon, would have would have liked him. He would the, have. The branding aspect. Yeah. Or does like him. Yeah. Um, because, uh, yeah, Muhammad Ali was, you know, he'd come up with little rhymes and, oh you know. Oh, my gosh. And uh, it'd just be smooth with that and just have a lot of fun with uh, anybody who was around him. Like, I can't imagine... How much fun it would have been just covering his press conferences because it seemed like he just always had that energy to make them uh, really fun, even though it confident. It, it wasn't like, like, uh, oh, I'm, I'm about to be in the game. I'm so, I'm so, uh, you know, pumped up. I'm so, uh, you know, near the battle. He's like, no, he's just having fun. Yeah, it, it seems like. I mean, I, I, I haven't watched like it was, thousands of conferences. But it that, was, it was really cool. It, I, I like that one. Then we did the Churchill Downs. We went and read all the stuff about the how stuff. far was that 
Churchill Downs is right downtown Louisville. I didn't remember that. It's right there. I just I just think of it being in somewhere, Louisville. but I had no idea yeah, where. Yeah, it's just right off the highway right there. It's not that far. That's cool. So we did that. We did the After Five tour, which we got to go up to the mansion, which is basically this huge it's like the top level of the stadium thing that you watch the races from it's like over ten thousand dollars a person up there it was did you it say just that reminded you, did me you like say being that you back, do declare i do declare I, it reminded me like back in the 70s when you watch like a 70s show and they're up there all and they're dressed up really fancy that's kind of like it was it was cool so anyway we got to walk around down there and that was i loved i loved that as well now, as for eating, like I said, peanut butter and jelly. Peanut butter jelly. Peanut butter jelly. I like I like that. We had <laughs> chips. Don't get I mean, it wasn't just peanut butter and jelly. But the first night we found it in our little town, the little town next to Elizabeth. And you said it. I can't remember what it was called. It's like two different words. Yeah, it was right across the river. It's from, right. It's right it's, on uh, the other side Louisville. of Louisville. Anyway, it's Indiana, Indiana, in Indiana, and it was called the Exchange Pub and Kitchen. Tom saw it when we drove by. We stopped there and ate an amazing uh, blue blue burger, which had blue cheese on it. And a blue oh my gosh, it was so good. And then the next night we ate um, at the Brick House Tavern, which was really good. And then we ate at the Eight Street Pizza, which was in town again. And then You're making me hungry. But we had attempted to go look for a place called Muscle and Burger Bar right downtown by um, a Muhammad Ali Museum. But we started seeing all these people walking around with, with these big boards and like sh big sheets of plywood. And I was like, what's going on? And they started like, sh you know, like boarding up some of the buildings and then i looked around i noticed like all the buildings all the glass had had boards on it and tom goes oh this is a hundred days of protesting down here yeah because Louisville was where uh, um brianna taylor brianna trailer and taylor was yeah so and, uh, i thought what i think of at first maybe i didn't say it i'm like oh were they still getting weather it's like no that nope. wouldn't be that far up that was no that it was, was it was it was the it was the picketing the, and the rioting and so, anyway, uh, Tom was like, are you sure you want... I'm like, nope. And they had so much construction. Those roads are horrible downtown. I feel so sorry for those businesses, but it's a great year to have COVID when you're not going to get anybody down there because all the streets are closed due to construction Yeah, you think you might want to do the opposite. You would think. Like, the very few you could get, you don't want to yeah. keep them from wanting to go down there because the roads are bad, too. So, the, yeah, the but roads maybe are... maybe like, whatever, you're going to survive this year, you're not. We're just going to pour it all at you at once. Right. So, anyway, I took pictures of that because it was just very sad. I didn't want to spend any time down there, so hopefully when we go back next year, I'll be able to kind of walk around downtown, but it was too creepy for me. I mean, it was, you didn't know if anything was You're going to try open. to get the other half of the oh, tour, kind of? We haven't done a half. We've done like a fourth. Okay. We got, we got a whole... But like half like, of yeah, what you definitely. had intended to? Well, hopefully least. they'll be open next year. Yeah, we're going to plan it. We're going to plan to go back. Um, so, Yeah. Uh, masks were required at most places, not all places. Some of the places just said mass adjusted social distance. Um, I think it depended on which county so you were when in. You said it, I, I interrupted you. You said mm -hmm. it was uh, kind of some of it felt kind of scary or mm -hmm. just in like a it's just it's eerie. Sense, it's eerie. eerie. It, it, it's like it's like you had just finished up the war and then everybody had like all the businesses were closed and you were in a shut down old uh, town. 
and they're not shut down. They just right. there's you just can't see inside, and you don't know if they're open because there's no open sign, and you could walk. But it was all I, the pictures are. It, it's sad. Even the police department, all the whole entire police department, if it wasn't brick, it was boards. It right. just looked horrible. Yeah, I did go see those horrible. pictures after you told me about them. I missed them at the time. It was horrible. So anyway, that's kind of any questions. <laughs> um. Tell me about bourbon. No. <laughs> uh, oh, you said something. Actually, yes, I do have a question. You had mentioned the interesting little story and uh, reasoning for for about the inside of the barrels. Oh, okay. So there's a couple stories I can tell you. First of all, there was a guy, and and this was out. Um, it, it was, I think in Heaven Hill that they were telling us, one of the guys is making bourbon. So like I said, you're putting the bourbon in the barrels to age and his barn caught on fire. Oh, one more rule for bourbon. You can only use a barrel one time for bourbon and then it can be used for something else. So this guy, this is, this is before all of the rules, I'm sure. He was making bourbon and then of course shipping it off and it's clear. It's just in a barrel, ages, it's just clear liquid. His barn catches on fire and some of his barrels get burnt. Does he throw them away? No, he does not. Probably commodity. He, he puts mean, the like, liquor geez, in the barrels and they turn brown and the people call back and say, we don't want the white stuff, we want the brown stuff. And so that's how they said that we, they started charring the inside so of now the they barrels. Like basically char all of them. I mean, all I wonder if anybody does non-charred. No, they're all they're all charred, and there's different depths of charred. The, they're really cool because the barrels are the white oak. There's no glue on the barrels. Yeah, they're that little was the planks. Other thing. They're little planks, and there's three uh, metal rings, things. Yeah. And the, actually, it like the when you put the bourbon in the barrel with the sugars, it basically seals the barrel. You said the white something seals better or something like that. The white. It's the white oak has. The, the, yeah, the white oak. Um, so that's interesting because, yeah, you said no glue or anything. No. It's just those straps are put on tight enough and or the other physical aspects of the kind of kind of seals. Because you'd think, you know, it's in there a long time. You'd, you'd wonder, you know, how it does and would for so long. But so, I guess it's, by, by definition, it's alcohol, so it's not like a bunch of stuff can grow in it no and they will go and they will they will to get a taste of it they'll actually take a drill thing and they drill they put a little hole in it and then they fill up the container and they take a thing that looks like a, a golf tee stick it inside there and then it just seals itself back up it's kind of pretty cool one of the other things was is um back in the day remember we talked about you know getting um, the bourbon for um, as a medicinal for the prohibition but they started making bourbon people started making bourbon themselves and they were putting like kerosene they'd put in tobacco juice they put in um, uh, arsenic anything that gave you that imitation burn they would kerosene whatever they'd put it in the bottles and they would sell it as bourbon basically and people, the equivalent to, to to like spike in a drug with it's not the real stuff and so people get really injured or die because they're not even taking proper they're not even taking proper heroin right they're exactly taking spike they're taking heroin. they right um well they <laughs> same they, idea they, all of a sudden they're they're thinking because of the feel they get at first 
that it must be that. It could right. be something entirely worse. Right. And so they were going blind and they were dying. So they went to legislature and they passed all those rules, meaning nothing can be added to it. It's got to be in the barrel. It has to be, I think, at least four years. It, you know, 31% corn. Uh, there's other. They at also, first it was 31 because later you said 51. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's 51. 51 percent. It's got to be majority has to be corn to be a bourbon. Good job. Good catch. But you can use rye. You can use wheat. You can use. There's malt. There's all different things that you put inside there, and they basically almost make a beer. They strain out all the other stuff. There's a whole process, and then they get this clear liquid that they stick in the barrels, and the 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 coating on the inside of the barrel is pretty cool then they take those barrels when they're done with them and they sell them yeah and sometimes like those five thousand dollar bottles of bourbon like they can sell a barrel for like thirteen thousand dollars the with the bourbon still no an empty barrel because they're gonna take that barrel and they're gonna put liquid in it and they're gonna get that alcohol in mixed in with theirs to make whatever they want to mix make with it oh yeah. meaning like the whiskey the whiskeys vodkas um, like they're thinking the remnant rum, of the remnant the of remnants, a certain type yeah, of bourbon is going to help there well, think about well, think about it you've got you've got boards that have had bourbon in them for 23 years you only have like probably a third of that barrel left. Where did it go? It's in that barrel. So you put other stuff in there and you are you can mix the flavors with that. So you hadn't said that. that. I know you said that, you know, sometimes it would evaporate. And you wouldn't know until years later when you open it, but mm-hmm. you didn't. He didn't say what the average, not that I expected you to, but uh, well, yeah. so the average is that a lot of times you're only getting say two thirds of mm-hmm. by the time you open yeah, it up. Some of them, well, after 23 years, whatever. I don't know. That's why they're, First of so all, that's they're too dark. Too, too, so they could too do old. any number of things with the barrels, mm-hmm. but some people just use them as barrels for the very same process, but not for, for a bourbon because you yeah, can't, can't use it. You can't use it. You cannot use it again for bourbon because it wouldn't be. It would have an additive in it. Yep. So, anyway, all right. Well, I think that cuts it, you guys. I, that's that's my trip to Kentucky. Sounds pretty fun. educational. I mean, boy, for me, it sounds more educational. It would still be fun to go. Right. Even though I'm also not a drinker in any way, shape, or form. Right. And, and I mean, um, you don't really have to be too much of a drinker. No. I, I honestly enjoyed I enjoyed learning about it. Well, I thought it was cool really cool. What's cool about that, too, is that I'll bet you a lot of people who live there, it's kind of the whole you're not a tourist in your own town thing. Mm-hmm. So if you happen to be listening to us, listening to us from over in that direction, you know, yeah. east, southeast help Indiana and Kentucky, then you you be like, uh, no, not not help you, just be like, hey, be a visit, be a tourist in your own town. Oh, you know? they love their bourbon down okay. there. When you go into well, the, well, I'm sure they drink it, but do they like go, in- go? Hey, look, go go to the tours and okay. When you go into the bars, we went into the last restaurant, which we did find the burger, the Muscle and Burger Bar, but it was in a different community. It closer to our second hotel. The the whole bar by the glass, you know, like behind the bar, it was just all bourbon. Like you couldn't, there was no vodka, there was no nothing. That was all oh. under. Don't let anybody see anything else, but like like 30 different things of bourbon up there. And I was like, You're up here, you don't man, drink this, bourbon. these people, they're bourbon drinkers. They push it. That's their, that's their money. That's their money. So what you're saying is that if I ordered a Shirley Temple, you could get a Shirley Temple. I got a water with a lemon. And then, 
And then I'd be kicked out of the Kicked building. out, you're like, get out! All we have are bourbon Shirley temples. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, they make they make tons of different stuff that you could do. And I did get um, a, a tank top that says, I don't feel like adulting today. <laughs> That's my one purchase. I got that at, I think, um, Heaven Hill. Heaven Hill, yeah. I think it says Evan Williams on it, though. I don't know. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for giving us your time. And we appreciate all of our listeners. And we're excited that our show has over 800. 800. I'm excited. We're also in over 25 different states and four different countries. And the District of Columbia. Yes. Yes, we or, are. Or not. I don't know. It's Virginia area. You said yeah, we, a lot in Virginia Virginia, Virginia area, is so. a pretty high. Thank you, Virginians down there that love to listen to us talk. Because you're, <laughs> you're like the next one down um, all my states from Kansas. So, hey, you got good taste in podcasts. I mean, yeah. I think it's kind of cool. Anyway, make sure to go to our Facebook group, Chemology 411. I am doing some excursions and all of my Zoom calls that I do, I put the video in that pay, in that group. And so next can... week will be officially 52nd one. So Woo-hoo! in a way, this is 50. This is this our 52nd. Yeah, but we, we had episode zero, zero. But that was kind of like just start Episode over. zero was just introductory. Yeah. So, so. anyway... Um, go to uh, Chemology 411. Make sure you join that. Go check it out. Leave us comments. Send us messages. Nice ones, preferably, but whatever. Anyway, thank you, Tyson, for helping make Chemology 411 so awesome. Thank you. 51 weeks and counting. 52 weeks. I, I, I know. This is longer than any any of my last relationships. Yeah, mine too. <laughs> oh, you said you said multiple relationships. No, last. I just said last. I haven't had a relationship since I got divorced in 2006. (laughs) So basically anything I do is longer than my last relationship. My last Taco Bell meal. (laughs) Longer than my last relationship. All right, guys. We'll talk to you later. And as always, keep taking your adventures. Bye-bye.